Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Finding Arizona podcast, episode number 243. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest is Peter, who is the owner and CEO of Fat Scooters. If you haven't already experienced Fat Scooters, I encourage you to do so. It is a fun time for you all. Every age, every age group, anybody who enjoys just riding around, this is this is so much fun. Just from the photos I haven't even experienced myself, it looks like a good time and they're customizable. We'll get into all of that with Peter, but I encourage you guys to go check out all the links below that we have attached to this episode to go experience it yourself. And before we go in any further, we are going to go a little bit of a business side. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, www.FindingArizonaPodcast.com. You can also experience our newsletter and our blog. The newsletter is a little bit more of the official side of what's going on with the podcast. We let you know who's coming up into the episodes. We let you know what's going on in the local community. And the blog is a little bit more of the personal touch. Brittany and I try and let you guys know what's going on in our lives. And we want to encourage you guys to keep coming back and learning about who we are and what we're trying to do with the local community. We're always, always out there. We're always trying to do our best to be in the mix and be a part of it. So go check it out. And then on top of that, if you want to become a super fan, you can go do so at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. We make bonus content for you there so you can sign up for any one of the tiers it helps support us and get better at what we do and then you'll be provided with all sorts of extra exclusive content over there so patreon.com slash finding arizona podcast if you would like to become a super fan and on top of everything else that we have going on we have a special place that we like to call the community court board and there if you would like to shout out someone or you have an event that you just want to really quickly just let everyone know about you can send an email over at finding arizona podcast at gmail.com there we will help you get a shout out like the following there are so many things going on in the community nowadays and uh, i know that it can be some tough times right now but we're encouraging you guys to go still stick inside uh, with the you know social distancing in place we are now um, into a i want to say a second you know mandatory lockdown because ah man just the number of people getting sick out there i just want people to be safe and just you know follow the rules wear a face mask everything but i have some incredible events for you guys to experience like the following stronger together arizona lottery benefiting local first arizona these guys are our friends and we love local first because they always give back to the community so i encourage you guys on june 30th 2020 at 6 p.m they're going to be hosting a local support event for the for themselves online and it's a relief fund for them and it helps them support other small businesses so I encourage you guys, this is all being put together and hosted by the Storytellers Project, Arizona Lottery, and Local First Arizona. Go check them out, see what uh, see what you can do to help benefit them. And uh, here's a website that you can also go to, www.localfirstarizona.com slash smallbusinessrelieffund. Uh, I'm very much excited for this one because they are friends of ours. Next up is the Phoenix Art Collective Tour, taking place over at Alta North Central 
and hosted by uh, the gallery on Grand Avenue, Ninth Gallery on Grand Avenue. Uh, this is uh, being uh somewhat my friend and your friend you may have remembered uh, eyes who's come on the show before he will be taking part with this so we encourage you guys to go check it out it is taking place june 19th from 11 30 uh actually i think it's an open tour so it's a there, it's going to be a couple of days. So it's going to be from June 19th to July 3rd. And it, again, it is taking place over at Alta North Central, which is a, an apartment building, which is kind of cool. And the idea is that the Phoenix Art Collective is putting out different pieces in different rooms. So go, go check it out. It's going to be fun. I encourage you guys, local artists, support them like Eyes. He's an incredible artist. And uh, we're going on to our next event, which is called beyond the hobby ask me anything and this is another person who's been on our episode very early on danny carter cutler sorry sorry danny uh is putting together this online forum to help you guys um for those of you who are small business owners social social marketing for artists and she is an incredible individual she's always helping out musicians of all sorts and in speaking of musicians she's going to be help having another friend of mine actually she's an old co-worker of mine her name is chelsea she is the singer and musician of the fairy bones a local band here in arizona and i encourage you guys to go check out the zoom call meeting it is going to be fun for you guys you can ask them any sorts of question chelsea is very informative she is i gotta say when I was working with her, she was the person behind all the website stuff, all of the kind of generating um, a website from top to bottom. And she was customer service at the same time. So I encourage you guys, these two uh, bohemists of, you know, Titans are just two incredible people that you want to learn from. So this is going to take place Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. I encourage you guys to go on Facebook, check out Beyond the Hobby, Ask Me Anything with Danny Cutler, um, who is a content creation person. And again, two incredible people who we are attached to that are fantastic and will give you the information that you need. And that will end our community cork board. I have taken too much time, but I want to just say again, there's a lot of things going on in the world. I encourage you guys to be a part of it. Learn, listen first off, but also be safe. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. There are so many things going on. I, uh, it is hard for me because, you know, I am, I am spread thin here and I want so badly to be out there to help as much as I can. And uh, the one thing that I have going on is the people that of our, my tribe, the Hopi people are really, really suffering from this COVID-19 and I just, you know, I just want people to be safe. I have had family members recover from it, but I also know that there are still people out there suffering from it. So if we can do our best to be better and be safe, that'll just be the best for everyone. So this is episode 243 with Fat Scooter. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Peter. I'll see you on the next one. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, 
paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Finding Arizona podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jose. We bring in very special guests every week, and today is no different. Ladies and gentlemen, the CEO slash owner of, uh, I want to say, Fat Scooters, uh, Peter, right? That's it. All right. my name. Awesome. PH with a fat. Yeah, PH. Yeah, I love it. And so I want to just state off by uh, starting off by asking you the same question we are now asking everyone is, how are you and the family? Are you guys staying safe? Uh, Give us a little bit of a life update. You know, we are. Um, We we are safe and, uh, you know, very fortunate to be so. And uh, just, you know, we're we're in, you know, the, the. Summer heat has come mm-hmm. a little early, so yep. Uh, I'm just glad I got a pool in my backyard. <laughs> yeah, same here. I don't know about you, but I'm actually having. Uh, we're Brittany's right now in the back. Uh, my wife, she's actually working on because we've had a tree, you know, uh, recently kind of go through blossoming in spring, and the flowers kind of start to get into the pool, and now we're having the struggle of making sure it's clean and, and getting it to uh, a, a natural state of swimming. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'll, you know, we can get into it, but I've got my neighbor, I just, finally, we just, uh, it's been a three-year, uh, I want to say pandemic <laughs> in my backyard <laughs> with this uh, sisu tree, but it, it, bloom, it sheds three different times throughout yeah. the year. And it's just been, it's been my nightmare. Oh, yeah. um, and he finally, finally cut most of it down. <laughs> and uh, so we're looking forward to finally a, a summer where I'm not, I'm not out six times a day trying to, trying to clean leaves out of it you know what i'm a landscape architect by trade that's my my day job and <laughs> so i completely feel for you on that on that behalf um, actually the tree that i'm fighting back is a it's a bottle tree that is like in our middle oh, of our yard so yeah. so yeah I'm, i feel for you and <laughs> so pull aside um i just want to get to know you a little bit more and so one of the questions that we usually ask everyone is when we first before covid was can you give us a little bit of your origin story and how fat uh fat scooters came to be sure um you know it we've we've been around for three and a half years starting february of 17 mm-hmm. uh and um you know my business partners and i uh you know my, my other partner Bo and i had another company together and um my business partner dan is an anesthesiologist who's you know he's in the oh, trenches wow. right now uh <laughs> yeah. but um you know he had called me up one day and said, Hey, I, I bought these two electric scooters and they've got fat tires on them. Come <laughs> check it out. We live in the Arcadia area and yeah. you know, we were all kind of looking for different modes of transportation around, you know, besides taking Ubers and you know, different things and mm-hmm. uh, fun ways to get around the neighborhood. And uh, I, I went over and looked at these things and I was like, oh, I'd never seen anything like it. Yeah. 
So we jumped on and rode down the street, and we probably got stopped ten times <laughs> within a, within a mile. Just people, people just people what like are what are these? these? Things, yeah, you know. And I was like, wow, I never had anything happen like that. And so I said, there's something here. And I went back, started doing research. Okay, how many? You know, what is the product? How many people are selling these things? Is it you know prevalent? And yeah. uh, and it really it really didn't exist. Um, and I think this company, this, uh, you know, motorsports company was just kind of testing the market with these things. Um, and, and they didn't have an, any in stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, I said, well, there, there's something here for sure. And I called yeah. my, I called my partner Bo up and I said, okay, I'm going to bet this by you. Let, let's, let's see what your reaction is, these things. And if you have the same reaction, then let's go, you know, let's, let's see if we can do something. He came over and it, same thing. So yeah. we, you know, I'd been doing business overseas and, uh, we went and found a manufacturer. We kind of, there were a lot of issues with the one that, uh, Dan had bought originally. I was going to ask and you, was it crudely, or is it like, you know, was a, a no, peak, not bad peak battery. Yeah. Bad battery. It was, it was uh, too low to the ground. So it bottomed out just uh. really underpowered motor, um, no shocks. Uh, but still, I mean, at, at the time, we, we were like, we didn't care. Yeah. It was just so <laughs> just much wild fun. And cool factor, right? Yeah. Uh, so we, we set out to kind of change it a little bit and make it work for the U S market. Um, and this, this is before like bird or lime had ever hit, you know, they didn't exist at that time. So we, within, within four months, we had our first production units hit the, uh, you know, hit the mainland and mm-hmm. uh, they were, they were almost sold out before they hit. Damn, and that's so cool. It just, we, yeah, we just, and then just continued. And so it continued to evolve. And then, you know, we, we all play golf. And so Dan and I, we, we throw our clubs on our back and we'd ride down the canal to Biltmore and, yeah. um, park them and go play golf. And said, well, why, why are we doing this? And, uh, golf board was in existence. And I said, well, we can do the same thing. <laughs> Let's just create a golf bag rack that goes on the back. And so we started really pioneering the accessory market and how to yeah. like turn this into a, a, a uh, micro mobility vehicle that could do all kinds of different, different things. And, um, you know, so that, that took off and we did our first PGA show and we got best, you know, best product, uh, of the show. And, and then just, uh, it expanded. So, you know, we're in over 70 golf courses now across the country and it's, you know, it's, uh, that's this, you know, uh, his change the climate, I think for, uh, people thinking about how the game of golf is played and, uh, you know, single rider carts now because of this pandemic and everything else, um, you know, people aren't wanting to get in close, you know, and social distancing and things like that has helped to accelerate that, that side of things. And, um, you know, we've, uh, gotten into the food delivery. And so we've expanded (laughs) just from the, the, the personal use, uh, vehicle that we started out with, Hmm. we've expanded into food delivery, into, uh, so cool. you know, it being more just, just a utility vehicle. Yeah. Uh, and it's been, yeah, it's been really cool to see the growth. I love, I love the story. I love the, like how you guys have achieved so many like little things, like with the accessory part, like there's so many things that I can get into. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of pick at little things here and there. So one of the first things is, you know, kind of the early start in, in manufacturing and, you know, can you give us a little bit of, um, you know, advice for those of you who are listening that want to get into, you know, making products what's one tip that you can provide that helps people avoid one headache in the beginning? 
<laughs> I mean, I, you know, in all, in all honesty, yeah, like yeah. making products, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's not easy. Um, and I would say just do, do make sure and do your research, mm-hmm. you know? Um, it sounds like that's what you did early people, on. Yeah. A lot of people just, a lot of people jump into things and, you know, they've got, I mean, there's, there's millions of ideas, right. Um, but the execution is really critical and, I would say just do, you know, make sure and do your research, uh, know, know the market, the, the market space. The last thing you want to do is go spend a bunch of money. Yeah. Um, get, yeah, people love to take your money. They <laughs> love to take your money. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's no problem with that. Right. So yeah. they'll take your money and then you wind up with a, you know, fifty hundred thousand dollar product that you can't sell because there's already a thousand other people doing it mm-hmm. and doing it better and, you know, been doing it longer. So make sure, Make sure and do, you know, that's the number one thing I say is do, do spend the time doing your research yeah. ahead of time. That doesn't cost you, you know, it's your time, but it doesn't cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and do that. And then, and then also get in with a, a, a really good, you know, whoever you're sourcing yeah. from, make sure they're tried and true and trusted because I, I've just seen too many nightmares with people blowing their whole life savings on, you know, getting a first run of a product and it comes in and it's just, it's just terrible yeah. and you know, they can't sell it. And it's just, you know, I've, I've seen it, I've seen it happen a, a, for sure many times. And it just, it just, it sucks. <laughs> well, here's my other thing too, is, um, <clears throat> when you, what was the biggest, I guess, yes factor for you to, to kind of go into this business? Was it the fact that the market was still kind of young and not as, uh, saturated or was the, the, like the price points where, where was the yes factor for you? Yeah, I mean, it was really for me, it was the fact that it did, the product didn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, it was electric, which was, you know, I knew that moving forward that, you know, that, that was kind of just, uh, I mean, you never truly know with anything, but, you know, I know that that was a, it was already with cars, electric mm-hmm. vehicles, you know, Tesla and everybody else, you know, that was the, that was, that's being the, sh- that's the shift um, that everything's moving towards electric. So this was another electric vehicle that uh, was had a lot of different variables to it, um, sure. and it had and it also had the cool factor. And then I mean, it's evolved. I mean, since we've done it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've had an incredible growth and and uh, evolution of the product. So I mean, for me, that was kind of the the aha, like okay, yeah. you know, and 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 specifically when we would ride down the streets and you got cops pulling you over <laughs> and, and, you t- and telling you, yeah, you think you're in trouble. They just want to know. Yeah. Get it. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean that, you know, that, that's kind of the, that was kind of the, the, the factor that just said, okay, we're on to something. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so here's, here's another question that I can ask you too, is for, for those of, um, individuals who have kind of, you know, been through, um, the process of, you know, development and, you know, there's always that favorite, you know, these things are your babies. These accessory pieces are kind of, you know, as the, um, item or the, you know, base piece gets, you know, you always have this like base piece and then you kind of add on or you either evolve and go into different seasons, but that there's always that one item that is your baby. And there's always other accessory pieces that you love. I want to know, I know you love the scooter, but what accessory pieces do you love most? Or what was your favorite one to develop? Uh, yeah, probably a cup holder. 
<laughs> as easy it, as it may I mean, say. <laughs> I mean, it's simple. And I, to be honest, I mean, I, I have a prototype I'm riding around right now and it doesn't have a cup holder on it. And I can't oh, tell you how no. much I missed that thing <laughs> until I didn't have one. I was like, man, I, 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 I miss it a, yeah. a lot. Uh, but you know, that the cup holder and the speakers, I mean, we have so many great accessories, like, you know, the phone holder is great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the, we have the rod basket, which is nice because you can go, I can go pick up groceries and, you know, go, go down to the uh, wine store and pick up some, you know, wine for my wife and, and bring it back. It just, it's, it makes it utility, right. Utilitarian. Yeah. Um, and then above, above all, I mean, the speakers and which is another local company, which a lot of people don't know is Rockford Fosgate. Oh. They're based in Tempe. Nice. A lot of people don't know that. I, mean, I don't know that. I that they're here. And so they're one of our great partner of ours. And uh, so we we have we just we, we did a uh, we did a scooter that has a basically an entire wakeboard wakeboard boat tower wow. uh, speaker system on it. <laughs> it, it it blows you away. I ride down the street, people think, you know, I'm cruising down on a you know a huge hummer with a, a massive sound system on it and um you know it's an electric scooter that pulls up next to them and you know you see the looks on their faces but dude i gotta uh, come i gotta come over to your neck of the woods because i'm over here in melrose that i just was like this it's pretty quiet over here and it's just like i met i can only imagine what your neck of the woods is like <laughs> yeah it, it's 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 cool i mean you see in our neighborhood i mean there's there's got to be especially in this I mean, I, I would say the one really cool thing about this whole thing, even though, you know, there's a lot of tragedy surrounding it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I, I, I always try and focus on the positive. Oh yeah, things, for sure. Right. And, um, and you know, how to pivot and how to, how to ter- turn a negative <laughs> into a positive. Um, and it's just, it's amazing to see all the families out walking through the neighborhoods, riding bikes, mm-hmm. riding scooters, uh, and just interacting with one another, you know, from safe businesses, just like sitting in their front yard, talking to people walking by, right. Yep. Normally didn't happen. And that's, that's been amazing to see. And I hope I, that's the one thing I hope doesn't, doesn't change. And although we're in summertime now and mm-hmm. it's, you know, it gets a little more difficult to be outside and, uh, you know, taking walks. I mean, but, but you know, it still cools off at night, uh, for now. And, you know, we still have the, that but that that's been the really cool thing to see uh happen with this and uh you know i just i hope that there's been some there's been some uh some shifts in the culture and you know what's happened because mm-hmm. prior to this you know we were traveling so much we were doing so many events and you know i was away from family and yeah uh you know i was gonna be gone the entire month of april wow. and uh you know at at event we had six events in april uh, with the masters and we had yeah. Derek Jeter's event, all kinds of stuff. And it's yeah. like, you know, now it's all shut down and don't have to worry about it. And I can refocus on the business and, yeah. um, spend time with family. And that's been really, really, uh, really good thing. Yeah. That, well, now that you brought it up and let's, let's kind of go down that, that stream of thought, you know, you had mentioned, you know, with everything going on, there had to be some changes. I know for certain people that we've talked to that there's some difficulties when it comes to changes, what I mean, was there some hard uh, things that you guys had to do early on? You know, can you give us a little bit of insight on some of the hard choices that you had to make? And, you know, what did you have to do as an owner to kind of help, you know, help yourself and help you get to a better place to stay afloat? Yeah, you know, I mean, 
it always it always stinks when you have to let people go. And mm-hmm. you know, we did a we did a, a, a fortunately we did a very small round of layoffs. I think we laid off I think seven people. Um, okay. But we we grew really quick. You know, we went from being I think we had uh, fifteen people uh, seven or eight months ago to being uh, staff forty eight people. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. Um, so, you know, that, that's really quick growth, uh, and, and exciting, but at the same time, you know, it, it puts a, uh, on your payroll and everything else, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's tough. And so we, early on, we look, you know, when things happen, we just like any company we looked at and said, okay, we, how are we going to protect our, our business, our employees and our staff and mm-hmm. everything else? And we, you know, we had to make some tough decisions, uh, but you know, we, we, we treat our business like a family. Yeah. You know, we, we call it a fat family. Right. And in, in our, in our culture and our, uh, and we like to think of it like that, but, mm-hmm. you know, so we, we did a uh, small round of layoffs and then, you know, we did, uh, in the, the craziest thing about it is nobody, there was no, it changed daily mm-hmm. with what the CDC was coming out with the business, you know, everything. Oh um, yeah. It was, and it was we were like, like a whirlwind, like for a it, lot of it people. Was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. It was like, Oh, there's no way we're going to shut down. And then all of a sudden we're shut down. Yeah. And then, you know, Oh, there's no way it's going to, this is going to happen. And it happened, you know, I, I believe and, it was like that day that the NBA just kind of was like, we're done. It's like, uh, let's go home. Uh, I mean, that was kind of the big one for us. We were, we had, we were in the middle of spring training. Yeah. And we have a box, we have a, a partnership over there at the giant stadium with Charles. And so we had like, I mean, this is, we were going big this year. Yeah. And, yeah. And so we had this and then right all of a sudden they, they shut down. <laughs> we're going, Oh boy, this is, yeah. You know, this it's getting real. And so that was kind of the, that was kind of the, the deciding factor for me. I'm like, okay, we've got to really, ser- you know, make some serious decisions here. Um, and, you know, so we did that Then we cut, you know, we did a, a salary reduction. So, um, you know, I'll, I reduced my salary by, uh, like over 40%. Um, and we did some of the top tiered executives by 20%, uh, 25%. And, uh, you know, but we, we just said, Hey, it's survival mode. Yeah, we got to sure. figure out how we're going to, how we're going to keep going and make sure that people have a job and we can produce. And then, you know, we were getting scared by, you know, we were, it, it was great because we were considered a, uh, uh, essential business, which, you know, whatever that means. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but because we had our food delivery scooters, you know, one of the things that we did yeah. early on, I, I was very fortunate. We were, we were supposed to launch in, in May, there was the national restaurant, uh, show in Chicago. Yeah. We did it last year, kind of previewed, previewed the the prototype and this was going to be our big launch for the, for the, um, for the food delivery scooter. Uh, and it's actually a, actually an e-bike because it has pedals and yeah. got a 70, 70 mile range, but that's pretty that cool. Got canceled. Yeah. But that got canceled. And so we said, uh, and then all of a sudden the, the restaurants got the rug pulled out from underneath them. Like, Hey, your shit, restaurants and bars are shut down. Mm-hmm. Period. Uh, no great, no great, no gray lines. Right. Yeah. And so we said, well, we got 200 of these things in our warehouse. We were supposed to, you know, do this big launch and, yeah. and how do we, how do we do benefit? it? And I'm like, you know, they're, 
not doing any good sitting in a warehouse. How do we help some of these local companies do that? So we, you know, we went to, to Marley's restaurant, you know, uh, Marley's sports grill, chestnut, um, the VIG, you know, and, uh, Joyride and, uh, Postino's and in central, um, Randy's and in Scottsdale and Randy's is a really cool one that, that we did because, you know, they, the, most of their clientele is probably in their seventies or eighties. <laughs> and when this happened, it was, you know, these people are retired, rely on, I mean, that's their, that's that's, their it's like their grocery intake. store, right? Yeah. That's their intake. They get that. But now they're going, well, they're in the most volatile, you know, group for, uh, for susceptible to the pin, you know, to the virus. Mm-hmm. And going, well, I'm, I'm not going in the restaurant to pick up my food. You know, I don't feel safe and I don't, I can't drive. Yeah. So it was a real, real problem. So we donated 12 of the scooters to different restaurants around the, around the state. That's um, really awesome that you were able to, to, to find help them kind of pivot, right? Because yeah. they were, they had never done delivery. They, they relied on Uber Eats and, you know, Postmates and, you know, DoorDash and, um, but yet, a lot of these companies, they were still charging outrageous thirty yeah. percent to these guys, and like at that time, that was that was all their profit, right? And they just got so we tried. We said, "Listen, we're going to give this so you can do your own deliveries and start advertising to yeah. your local communities and and buy local and you know do that kind of stuff." And so we that was, I mean, that's really one of the things I'm most proud of out of anything we've ever done is. Uh, is doing that and seeing, you know, I'd go up to, uh, you know, Chestnut and, and she was like, well, what's the catch? Like, There's no catch. <laughs> I, lo- I, re- I just met her not, is, too long, right? too, not too long yeah. ago. And she's, she's very, oh. like, very nice and, and just straightforward and, and someone who you can talk to. So being able to like, I can hear her voice saying that in my head. <laughs> what's the catch? Yeah. I mean, it's awesome. And, you know, we went over to Oso and, you know, they're making, they're pivoting and started making hand sanitizer. Yeah, I heard that. So we gave them one and, you know, it it was really cool to see that. And, but it it was just, there is no catch. It's just, Hey, here's a local, here's a local business. I have an opportunity and I'm going to provide this to you because I don't want to see anybody go down. I'm a business owner and I want to, I don't want to see you suffer and just here, if this can help you, you know, keep, keep the lights on and keep people employed, then hmm. yeah, absolutely. You know, can um, I make a suggestion though? Can you go back to those places that you donate and just ask them like, how has this bike benefited you? Just record the owner's answer. Oh yeah. We we're, we're doing some follow-up, you know, now awesome. that they've had some time to use them and, and things like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're definitely getting some, uh, and that wasn't the point of it originally just, you know, it's like no thought just, yeah, get, I, get yeah. it out there, get totally. these guys, you know, but, but I want to see how it, because my goal is to see how these guys can, uh, a lot of these restaurants can be, it, it benefit them in the long run. Yeah. That, I, I think so to too. Doing some of their own, own delivery. Right. Yeah. And um, I think that there's a level so. of like a before and after factor where it's like, this is what we were dependent on for Uber and all these other places. And then after we got the scooter, this is our benefit, co- like the cost benefit sort of situation. Yeah. I think it would be really cool. And it, it just goes to show you like, 
you know, when some when people in our community care for one another, that this is what happens. Solutions happen. People take action and little things like this make the biggest difference. So big, big, big shout out to you and your company for making, you know, this even come to life and just being able to say yes to um, pivoting and making this pivot. So there's a lot of people who would like to thank you, especially not just myself, but the owners as well. Uh, well, you know, it's, you got to support, you got to support each other. Right. Yeah. Um, and local businesses, especially, uh, you know, by networking and just, we've seen how, how, how incredible the, uh, the PPP has been and, and, and everything else. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's, that's a joke, but I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's helped some people, but it's just been, a, it's been an absolute nightmare to try and, you know, uh, you know, when, when you have government that's in charge of things, it just gets really difficult. Right. Oh, it's, slow uh, moving, you know, for we, sure. we've, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's not going to help people mm -hmm. in the people that don't have people that don't have six months to a year to, to wait. wait. Yeah. You know, which a lot of small, like a lot of small businesses, they're, they're month to month. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. You know, they don't have that. They don't have that time to wait. They're not a big corporation. They're not that. And it's, it's very difficult. Uh, and, and, you know, it's tough. How are you going to put food on the table? Take mm -hmm. care of your, you know, they have payrolls every two weeks, you know, yeah. they've got to meet. And um, so, yeah, there's been, a, there's surprising statistics that I've learned. I don't know if you know, um, local first Arizona, the, the, do. yeah, awesome. So yeah. they, yeah. they threw out the statistics, like, uh, I think uh, a, a big percentage of those under 30 um, ha don't even have a savings uh, more than $5,000. Like there was some big, real like real enlightening, like real oh. facts in there. And I was like, holy crap, like this is no joke. And, you know, for the business owners themselves, like you said, they don't have any, they barely have enough for like a month um, setback, something like that comes up, you know, it's not meant to be there. It's a rainy day fund essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're, when you're growing, when you're a young company and you're growing, I mean, there is no savings. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're reinvesting in the company constantly. I mean, we're, we're doing the same thing, right? We don't have a rainy day fund. Um, you know, I don't have a million bucks in the bank that, that we say, cause we're mm -hmm. constantly, we're growing the company and we're on a, you know, a vertical gross growth spurt. So we're constantly pumping money back into the company. Uh, and the same thing for personal finances, you know, with, with, uh, young business owners and things like that. I don't, I mean, I don't doubt it. It's, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're investing, you're networking, you know, if you, in my opinion, if you have, if you haven't, you know, if you have $10,000 in the bank, um, then you're not doing your job. <laughs> so, uh, awesome. because you know, it, it, you aren't, you're, you're, you should be investing uh, now. Granted, I mean, I'm probably going to get lambasted for this. <laughs> but, uh, I hey, mean, I'm with you. There's in a difference. I'm with when you. You, Let's when go to this. When yeah. You're, yeah. When you're when you are when you are if you are an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and your whole heart is into something, then you should be then you should be uh, all in, right? Yeah, I now, agree. Granted, I'm, I'm, I'm. You've got a family. You know, get a family. Things things change, but that's. I've got an incredible wife and that's her, that's her job. She saves our money. She, you know, but I'm the, I'm the visionary and I go down and I'm, 
I'm all in and I'm, I'm laser focused and I go in and, uh, but you know, you have to think about those things, but, mm-hmm. um, you got a lot of business owners that are just, you know, they're single, single, or, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, they got a boyfriend or girlfriend and they're, they, they say they're all in, but I'm like, what, what does all in mean? Are you all in? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm like, I, I have been, I'll be honest with this podcast. We have, you know, it's a, it's been hard the last couple of weeks for us just to kind of uh, scheduling and making sure people are used to doing the video chat stuff. So it's a, it's a learning curve for us, but it's also, you know, I'm working from home. I'm, you know, making sure everything's kind of all taken care of here, but it's like, it's a juggling act for me, but I'm literally like, uh, I'm working longer hour, long hours just to make sure everything's afloat and stays, um, up to par, so to speak, and making sure that our quality doesn't go down because that's the one thing I want out of this is that people understand that I'm working just as hard, if not harder to bring content and to allow, um, people to feel safe in their own homes and still be able to provide the information that the community needs and wants from you guys. Sure. Yeah. So I, um, I will ask this question because I'm not a, uh, know it all. I don't know everything. So I usually with these podcasts, I, I like to say I'm an advocate for advocators. So this is kind of the question where I ask you, are you guys supporting uh, any other nonprofits? Is there a way to help support you guys like gift cards or anything like that? Can you give us a little insight on how you guys are giving back? Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we do a lot of charity events throughout the year. Um, you know, for, you know, we're involved in a lot of celebrity charity events and, uh, and things like that. You know, one thing that we're doing this month is, uh, for every scooter purchase this month, we're donating a thousand meals to, uh, to meals up, which is part of wheels up the private jet company there. They partnered with uh, feed America And, you know, we're donating a thousand meals per scooter purchased this month. Um, And we we I think we already hit our we already hit our our 50,000 nice uh, goal. And so we just re-upped it and we're doing, you know, we're we're shooting for a hundred thousand, which is which is yeah, which is pretty incredible. Uh, So, you know, that's one of the national things we're doing. Um, And then we're we're always looking for for, for local things that we can do, um, and, and get involved with. But, you know, that's, that's one thing we have going on right now. Yeah. Can I ask, um, I know that I don't, I know that you guys worked with state 48, but how did you guys meet them and how did you get involved with them? You know, I, I can't off the top of my head. I think it was through a buddy of mine that, you know, introduced us and, um, came down and, uh, you know, we, uh, we got involved and, um, and, you know, the, we talk about an incredible, uh, incredible company that has just been a, a great representative of, you know, the state of Arizona and everything else and just a success story. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been, he's got so many great partnerships and just, uh, really, I mean, just an incredible, yeah. incredible company. Um, but I think it was through, I think I'm going to get misquoted. I can't remember if it was through my buddy Alex or it, it was through a, a mutual relationship. And, uh, uh, and then I think 
through that, we all know a lot of people around here. So my yeah. buddy Scott Harkey with uh, OH Partners awesome. um, is involved with them. And um, yeah, so but talk about it. Love that company. Oh, yeah, me too. I I have uh, I've been lucky enough to like interview all three of them, like uh, the three owners, original owners, um, your two brothers and Michael, uh, Mike, and, you know, just being Mike, able, yeah. yeah, just being able to like record all three of them in one room together and kind of understand their full story of creating the the brand. But it was for me, it was just enlightening to understand, you know, how three individuals come together, like, and just work together yeah. really well and mesh well together like that. So it was 100%. I agree. Community members yes. all the way. I mean, I haven't met uh, Stephen or Nicholas, but you know, Mike uh, is who we, yeah. you know, he came down to visit us where, right. Yeah. It was about two, maybe two years ago, we just moved into the, our new space. Um, and he came down, took a look and yeah, just what a great dude. Yeah. I, I, I you guys have surprised me and blown me away on so many factors getting to know you guys and researching who you guys work with. It's, it's been really incredible. So, you know, kind of the end here we're reaching towards, I usually like to ask like, um, you know, is there anything that you do personally, like any kind of uh, morning routines or anything to help keep your sanity in this time of COVID or even before COVID? You know, I get, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a morning, I, you know, I'm a morning guy. Yeah. Uh, and so I get up and, uh, you know, one of my, you know, I get up before my, my well, my, I've got a five and a half year old son and he usually sneaks into our bed in the middle of the night. <laughs> and, uh, and then I'm up late on the phone with, uh, overseas a lot of times, yeah. depending on, you know, that's seasonal, but, um, you know, I get up in the morning and I, I just like getting, uh, getting a cup of coffee and just sitting and, uh, you know, going through my daily devotional and, um, and, you know, that helps me start my day. Yeah. I do that. And, uh, you know, that just helps kind of center me a little bit. Like it. And, um, you know, it's, it, it, it's been great. And then it, you know, it's quiet. I don't get bothered and, uh, there's no, you know, I have to worry about, you know, people calling me salespeople, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah. I, I get going and I, I sit there and, um, you know, I get, I get into the word with, with, uh, with God and, and then I start my day and then, then the phone start ringing and you're off to the, you're off to the races. Then it goes from there. Right. Yeah. I want to, uh, here's another question. Cause you brought up, you know, overseas calls. Have you picked up any kind of foreign language like, uh, Cantonese or Mandarin at all? No. So I actually, I grew up in Guam. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, you know, local language is tomorrow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I had to learn it when I was in high school and I got pretty fluent at it. Um, but cool. I've lost a lot of it, but, uh, yeah, I mean, basic from, you know, going to China and different things I've, you know, I've picked up some, some, uh, you know, basic stuff, but, uh, you know, it's, Hey man, that's typical. better than don't, most. Don't, don't, don't use it. You lose it. So, yeah. But Hey man, at the end of the day, you're going to have one, you know, you're ahead of the curve, so to speak. You can, you can at least get away with getting in trouble. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, here, you know, we also like to ask for goals from the company, but I know with COVID taking place, the goals have changed or redirected. Was, can we help? Can you shout out maybe a, a goal that you guys had 
before COVID that we can help you reach that goal again. Or if you want to reshout out the the hundred thousand that you wanted to do, go right ahead. But you know, we want to you know throw out into the universe or throw out into the community something that you hope to reach, so that maybe one day or if someone's listening, maybe they can go out and help you guys. Yeah, you know, I th- I think for us the goal is I, I would just you know I want to see our scooters out there because they're such a we get so many comments on they people get on them and they just it, it's a it's a, a way for them to get out and meet new people find new places they have fun doing it and just you know you can go on our social media and just see all the stories and, you know, posts from other people that do it. And it's, and it's amazing. It is a really an amazing experience sure. uh, to just get it on a cruise. Right. But, you know, I think in this time it's really help us. I think that that goal that we set this month of hitting a hundred thousand meals, I would love to hit that. And I'd yeah. love to go, go like blow that out of the water. Um, you know, and so for us, I think that's, you know, I would say that's what uh, my goal is for this month. Um, and yeah. just moving forward, we want to be a household name, you know, Good. we want to be a household name and brand, you know, Love when it. people think of scooters, it's fat scooters. So awesome. Well, Peter, I, you know, I have no more questions for you, but I think I, I got one little one and it's just a fun one. Have you become uh, have you become dad teacher? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just like everybody, yeah, I take my son. My son was in. I was homeschooling him. Uh, well, office schooling him from my office. This oh, morning. awesome! Yes, <laughs> we were uh, we were learning number ten and uh, awesome. and rhyming. Oh, so, good. Yeah. So you're at that. You're at the the fun the fun stuff. It, there's like the third grade, fourth grade parents that are just like they're kind of losing their minds at this point. Yeah. Oh yeah. With like I, can't, I can't imagine all no, that stuff. Boy. It's, well, it's tough. And not even that. I'm, I'm like, I, I look at some of my buddy, you know, they've got, uh, they're, they're having to relearn calculus. No, oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, man, no way. Uh, good luck with that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have, I, I don't have any kids, but you know, interviewing so many dads and so many other owners yeah. and family and moms and all sorts of stuff. It's just like, there's a beauty to, um, hearing all the stories about parents and becoming teachers and being closer to their kids. So shout out to you and good luck with everything. Uh, in the end here, I usually kick it off to everyone to tell us your uh, promos, where we can find you online, all your social media handles, uh, website, address, phone number, all that jazz. Go right ahead. Take it away, Peter. Sure. Well, you can find us. Our website is fatscooters.com, which is P-H-A-T scooters.com. Uh, you can reach us by phone, which is 866-972-6687. And then our social handle is uh, at Fat Scoot, P-H-A-T Scoot. Um, awesome. So we've got you know multiple ways to reach us and uh, get up there and you know we'll we, we'll take great care of you guys. I, I cannot wait. And I'm I'm actually going to look you guys up because I really want to meet you guys. And I would love to get on one of these guys for sure. And we do a vlog. So I'd love to like share kind of a video coming to meet you guys and, and getting on one of these. Bad oh, boys. We'd, lo- we'd, lo- we'd love to do it. We're open for test rides right now. Sweet. And, you know, we're keeping everybody safe. You know, everybody wear, you know, gloves, sanitizer and, and face masks. We're, we're, we're very conscious of that. Yeah. But, uh, we're, we're open and, 
you know, we just want to give you the fat experience. Sweet. I love that. And I'm very excited to, to meet you guys and see you guys in person. So before we go, ladies and gentlemen, you can hear every episode of our podcast at www.findingarizonapodcast.com. There you can sign up for our newsletter and blog. Everything's for you guys to get social with us. So all of our social handles are at Finding Arizona Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all under Finding Arizona Podcast. Last but not least, if you would like to help us, you don't have to, but if you would like to help us and become a super fan, you can do so at patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. There you'll sign up for one of our tiers. And in return, you will get bonus content, videos, extra bonus podcasts. Everything is available for you to become a super fan. And with that, we say good night to Peter and good night to Fat Scooters. Good night, everybody. Thanks for having me.